Hello, my dear friend. Welcome one more time to another episode, the Bible Story series, Letter of the Apostle Paul to the Romans. I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church, Odessa. I invite you to go to our website, vchurch.us. From there, you, you will be able to connect with the podcast if you want to hear previous episodes or you can go to the Vimeo channel, the YouTube channel, the Facebook page, Victory Church Odessa, if you want to watch the previous episodes. In this occasion, I'm sharing with you a passage from the chapter 11, and we are reading today from verses 13 through 16, from the easy to read version. And we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please, Lord, guide us through this study. Here we go. Now, I am speaking to you people who are not Jews. I am an apostle to the non-Jewish people. So while I have that work, I will do the best I can. I'm gonna stop there right now. And I wanna to explain to you the meaning of this idea of being apostle to certain group, because it's something that you need to learn. Maybe you know it, but it's always good to think about it. Apostle is a word that the original meaning is to become a messenger. Apostle means messenger. In other words, the term as a title, apostle, not like the title pastor, it has a little bit of a difference because the intention of what the apostle's role is. We understand that in the church, ministers will perform different functions. In today's world, churches, for example, have pastors specialized in certain areas, and we call them pastors for children or pastors for music or pastors for generation uh, X or generation uh, millennial or baby boomers, etc. I understand that this is what we are used to, but biblically speaking, basically we are talking about five main ministries. And probably we need to start with the apostle because it's the one who is being sent as a messenger. The function of the apostle is to present to a group the news about Jesus. We can consider apostolic a ministry that is searching for certain groups, certain areas, or certain particular ways of uh, reaching out to people. Apostolic ministry. We call apostle to somebody that is uh, starting a church too. Uh, in these days, it's, it's common to hear the title apostle to different people. Some people call them bishop because they are overseers of churches as well, which is totally understandable where they are, where they, what they are trying to, to do with the, the, the name, the title apostle. We have the pastor, which is the one that is taking care of the flock. Is a preacher, takes care of the people, makes sure that everyone is being taken care of with their spiritual needs and helps the flock. 
when people don't come to the services or they are not in touch with the pastor. The pastor, as a shepherd of the flock, will go after the, the sheep and find out where they are, what's going on, etc. That's the office of the pastor. And you have the teacher, which is pretty much the one that is explaining constantly the scripture and doctrine to the church members. We have also the prophet, which is the guy who is receiving revelation from God about the specific things. And, uh, well, their function is, is pretty specific because uh, those are like unknown things that they will reveal to the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, the church. And uh, the evangelist, which is the guy who loves to bring people to the church, to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. So those are called the five-fold ministries, the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the pastor, the evangelist. Paul is calling himself here apostle because the Lord called him to do this job, going after specific regions, going to preach to people that never heard about the Lord Jesus Christ. And he makes a difference between two groups, the Jews and the non-Jews. And uh, he is saying very openly, I am aware that I have been called to preach and reach out to non-Jews, called also Gentiles. That's one thing that I, I would like to start there with you, because I think that uh, one, one of the issues that we have today is putting too much emphasis in, in the title. You know, the title in ministry shouldn't be a problem. I don't have an issue with anybody with titles. I think it's, it's, it's an honor to have a title. But uh, after all, when you are talking with anybody, anybody has a name. You know, and the name is a name. It's not the title. You talk to a person and you refer to this person by his name. And there is no disrespect on that. But uh, whether it's a pastor or a bishop or apostle or a prophet or evangelist or a doctor or, or whatever the title is, the key is what is what we are trying to accomplish? That, that is the main thing here. What is the goal? What is what we are trying to, to accomplish? What is what we are trying to do? Are we doing what the Lord is telling us to do? Here in this passage, Paul is telling us, I know what I have to do. I need to go and reach out the non-Jews. And that's important in this first section. Now, verse 14, I hope I can make my own people jealous. That way, maybe I can help some of them to be saved. <laughs> Which makes me think, of course, and another important thing is uh, being um, able to, by explaining God's word to other people, having different individuals interesting in learning more about the gospel, in learning more about God's word, in learning more about Jesus. And uh, when you are clear in your calling, what is what you need to do? 
And what kind of messages are you going to deliver in your ministry? What a great thing will be that through your message, you will wake the curiosity of somebody researching about the Lord Jesus or the church or the gospel, even though they are not necessarily part of the people that you will or you are uh, targeting in terms of ministry. You see, like Paul says, well, I know I'm going after the non-Jews, but if this will make them jealous or provoke them to learn more about the Lord Jesus, but well, that's good because I want them to be saved. That makes me think of the importance of all of us serving God to be happy when people become saved. Being happy because somebody is now going to church, even if it's not my church. You know, the, the true heart of a servant of God is about people being saved. It, regardless if they are attending my church or they are attending other church, all ministers, we should work together in harmony and be friends and being happy that people are getting saved and they are worshiping God. That's what Paul is saying here. Verse 15, God turned away from the Jews. When that happened, he became friends with the other people in the world. So when he accepts the Jews, it will be like bringing people to life after death. Because Paul, as a Jew, he wants his people to come back to the kingdom. He wants his people to be blessed and experience salvation. So he never forgotten his roots. Also, that is something that we all ministers should do. Remembering our roots, where we come from. Don't forget your own people. Don't forget your hometown, your childhood, your friends. Remember them, because after all, we are here with the same purpose, to worship God and proclaim the good news. We never know when, by going back to our roots, to our hometowns, we can bring some of them back to the Lord and be saved. That's beautiful. And finally, verse 16, he says, if the first piece of bread is offered to God, then the whole love is made holy. If the roots of a tree are holy, the tree's branches are holy too. What is he talking about here? He's talking about the sanctity of people being saved, regardless of their background. We call today churches by their denomination. We use certain labels expressing this church is such and such a denomination, this church is such and such denomination. And uh, sometimes even we call certain names by the race of those people. If they are from this part of the world, this part of the world, or the race is this kind or this kind. And we label the churches by those uh, names, by those uh, adjectives or qualifications, race, wise, or whatever. And you know what Paul is saying here? That the whole group, all of us Christians, we are one. We should be one. 
whether the calling is to be an apostle or a prophet or a teacher or evangelist or a prophet or whatever, whether the calling is for a group here or a group there, all of us ministers should have the same heart to worship God and to be happy when people get saved. If a pastor is pretty popular out there, praise God. If a minister is pretty popular out there, great. If a pastor is very successful in his ministry here in my town, great. If a pastor is very successful in somewhere else, excellent. It doesn't matter. We all should be happy knowing that regardless of our calling and regardless of the kind of group that we represent or that people are more comfortable with us as ministers, we all in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ must be one for the glory of the Lord.